Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. On with Mario Lopez. What's up, y'all? Mario Lopez. Joining me now on Zoom from America's Funniest Home Videos, my man Alfonso Ribeiro. Welcome back, man. How are you? Good. I'm good, brother. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. How's you know? the fam? Everybody's great. Everybody's great. Yeah, we're uh, we we have uh, we have turned the uh, coronavirus into the best family opportunities ever. Like we, uh, my wife came to me and and after you know because you know Mark Paul did it also. Mark Paul and I both decided to buy um, these RVs. Yeah, and this way we were able to go out and enjoy with the family and take the kids everywhere and let them experience actually seeing things versus looking at things in books. Um, and so we're, you know, every time I get a break, throw the family in it and we go. And then you go. Yeah. I was talking to Mark Paul about that. And I said, yo, you're crazy. First of all, I would have so <laughs> much anxiety driving that thing. But, Dude, well, uh, I know well, you can drive. You're a driver. Don't, That's don't right. You, don't, yeah, but don't you need, don't you need a special license to drive? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you get, it's a class B, it's a non-commercial class B, uh, license. Yeah. So yeah, we both, uh, Mark Paul and I both went out and we, uh, we went and grabbed our license, got our license, got it all taken care of, bought these things, and we out on the road, baby. And you're cool. You're not. You're not like tripping on it at all. Or when you're no, making you know, those big you, turns and stuff. Once you once you learn the the dynamics of how you're supposed to drive it, yeah, uh, it actually becomes quite easy. Huh. Um, you learn that the pivot point is the rear axle, right? right? So everything in front of the rear axle, when you turn right, goes right, but everything beyond the rear axle goes left. Ah. So as long as you wait until your rear axle is at the curb, right, whenever you're making a, a, a turn, yeah. then you're clear. There's nothing else that can hit the actual curb. Everything else goes the other way. So it's not like you have to get the rear of the vehicle yeah, all yeah, the yeah. way out into the intersection. You just know as you're starting to make the turn, you got to wait for the rear axle. So, got um, it. Low, low patience involved. What about parking that bad boy? 
well, now parking is something you have to be. <laughs> Imagine you're limited. <laughs> you know, that, listen, I mean, you know, you don't parallel park in right. RV. Okay? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, that's not something you do. You can. You just try not yeah. to. Um, you know, whenever my wife is like, hey, I need to go to Whole Foods. I'm like, okay, you know, this could be something special. Right, right, right. Because you pull in, you can't get out, right? Um, and especially, like, I tow my one of my vehicles so, oh dang then you're I'm, towing something oh so, man so, so we we 60 feet long plus yeah right? so <laughs> you know when you pull into and you can't back up so you have to make sure that wherever you go yeah you can pull in and not have to have to back up because if not you got to literally unhook the rear vehicle yeah. and then figure it out from there. Oh, so, dang. you know, you got to be mindful. You got to think ahead. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. seems like too much work. Yeah. I'm, I'm stressed out. <laughs> I'm stressed out listening to it right now. Good for you. Where are you at right now? Uh, we're in Arkansas. We're in, in Ozarks. Whoa. So you drove all the way out there? Dude, I've done since the beginning, since June. We left on our initial trip on June 7th and um, I've done 14, over 14,000 miles. Whoa, that's some what? serious gas right there. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's expensive, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that heck that's yeah. Why, but that's why you drive to the middle of the country because the gas prices are like a third. Right, 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 that's true. Wow, you got better you know? connection in Arkansas than most people we talk to in LA right here. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy, man. Well, good for you. Yeah, I bet that's a lot yeah. of great memories right there. Let's talk yeah, about no, A of V. It is uh, returning. I, I got to imagine the pandemic um, has sort of forced people, you, you maybe have gotten like an abundance of videos, right? Cause everyone's cooped up. Oh, and- <laughs> it's been since, since, uh, this, uh, this pandemic, we've gotten more videos than they've ever gotten in the entire history of the show. We've got almost, almost five times the amount of videos wow. per month I bet. because everybody's sitting at home with their cameras with nothing to do. Right. So everybody's doing things. And then as soon as something goes wrong, they're like, America's funny on videos. So, yeah. um, We've gotten a lot of great submissions. Uh, we're, we've already started filming, so we've done eight episodes already. Um, the, the the thing that we're doing is we're doing the same technology that the NBA is using to have an audience. So since there's no audience that can be there, right. we're zooming them in. We've got all these monitors now set up. And so people are experiencing coming to a taping. They're just doing it from the luxury of their own home. Um, so the energy is still the same. The vibe is still the same. It makes it a lot more fun and easier for me to do because we did – at the end, at the end of last season, we shot uh, the final two episodes without an audience. Um, and as much as the, you know, the PAs and the crew were giving me a little love, yeah, it was different. Yeah, so the energy is different. This right. is this is a nice way of doing it, and the and the and the videos have actually been better than they've ever been. So uh, we'll see what happens. But we premiere October 18th on ABC. Nice man, nice. Well, congrats on that. And Thanks, brother. I can't believe um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, thirty years old, uh, yeah. flew by like that. What What do you remember about the very first episode? Um, I, I remember being happy I had a job. Uh, but, <laughs> um, the uh, you know, I, I remember showing up. I remember going through the process of of getting the show, getting the job. Um, I don't remember very much about the first actual episode. Um, but I remember that first season being where, you know, I was the one person on the show that had TV experience. Right. So everybody kept coming to me with whatever questions they could think of. Right. So that's true. I was, I I was, you were the savvy veteran. Yeah. You know, at the tender age of 18, I was like, Hey, (laughs) come to me. I got you. Um, so that, that happened a lot. Cause it was like, you know, explaining to them what the process was from there and, you know, letting them know, look, we did the presentation. Uh, we did a presentation, not a pilot. 
um, that we would then, you know, have to wait for the network to decide. And then once they pick it up, we would come back in, in July and start working. And, um, and you know, luckily for, for all of us, it, it all came true and it worked out. And the rest um, is history. It's six amazing years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you recently did a reunion special, right, for HBO Max. What, what can you tease us about with that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's kind of just us talking about the old filming days, right? I think one of the things that people didn't realize was how much fun we had um, on set actually doing it. And we changed the way people were doing sitcom tapings, right? Like, normally it was just a stand-up comic. Like, you remember when you did Bell, um, you know, you had a stand-up comic and that was it, right? Mm-hmm. We had a DJ, so it That's was a, it was a it was a house party, <laughs> like a party basically yeah. every Friday night, um, and and everybody would come. We'd have celebrities standing off to the side watching tapings. Um, you know, we we did our episodes faster than anybody ever did. You know, a full taping of an episode. We would start at seven o'clock and be done by eight thirty. Is that where, right? Just because everybody's yeah, on point. We would be on point. And we would roll through it, oh, um, and the, the energy would be would be right, right. Yeah. So we would fly through it. We used to hear like Friends and Seinfeld and those guys. They'd be there till four o'clock in the I morning. Know. Like, I know. I'm like, what are they doing with? That? Like, I used to what? hear that. It's like, what is going on? I shooting Gone with the Wind over there. What's going on? How how tough could this be? Exactly. Right? It's so weird when I hear that. Yeah. Say, say your lines. Yeah. Know your lines. <laughs> deliver and keep it moving. Right. Um, so we would, but we would be out in an hour and a half. Um, on average, oh, so awesome. there were there were times. I remember we did we did one episode in in just over forty five minutes. Wow! Um, and we we did every scene twice and just moved, but there wasn't Dang. a lot of wardrobe changes in the episode. So yeah, it was one of those like it all took place in one day. So we were didn't have to. It was literally go to that set, shoot it twice, go to the next set, shoot it twice, and just keep moving through the episode. We flew. Um, because awesome. it was a party. We had a great time. So we're going to give people a little bit of, a, of that, a little taste of, of what it was like. Uh, we have a wonderful tribute to um, James Avery. Um, and so, you know, it was great. It's gonna I, be I, cool. If you see me, if you see me looking off, it's because all of a sudden I'm seeing a spider <laughs> coming from a tree that I am under. It is just coming down slowly, trying to figure out how to get closer. Swat to Swat him away. <laughs> <laughs> he starts getting too crazy right there. He about to die. Yeah, about to take his last <laughs> breath. Did you guys shoot all the shows um, on the NBC lot? Is the whole run there? No, no, no. We started. We started at uh, KTLA. Then we were at Sunset Gower, and then we went to. Okay, to you did bounce around. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, so yeah, KTLA, we bounced around a little bit. Sunset Gower. Okay, got it. Ended it up there. Um, yeah, because that's when you guys were right across. From at us. one point we were. Yeah, I knew. At one point yeah. we were right across. That was like towards yeah. the end. Was that towards the end? That was that was towards the, the end. Towards the end. That was okay, towards the end. Got yeah, it, got yeah. It. You guys, and then uh, the new class came in. Yeah. And so you guys were rotating the stages with the new class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Dang, it's crazy, man. Uh, you keeping up with dancing at all? You watching? You been yeah, I've been watching? watching. Yeah, I've been watching. Um, you know, it's, I think it's an interesting season so far. Um, one of the things that I love that they're doing this year was something that I actually told them to do because I was actually going back and forth. I would go over to the UK and I would judge for Bruno on Strictly Come Dancing, which is a UK version mm-hmm. of the show. And they do it where they decide the bottom two and then the judges pick who they want to keep. And they're now doing that this season. Oh, is that show, what they're doing? Which, oh, that's smart. Yeah. So I've actually really loved that because, you know, one of the things that we always hated about the show, I shouldn't say hate, but I dislike, um, was the fact that sometimes the best dancers would go home early. Right. Because America wasn't necessarily picking them. Right. Right. This way, the best dancer typically stays unless the judges just for some weird yeah. reason decide they want to keep 
someone who isn't as good. So Carol Baskin necessarily didn't get the, the least amount of votes then. She, well, she was she was in the bottom two. She got they bottom two. That's what I'm saying. So the two. right. So she didn't necessarily wasn't in the bottom bottom, and the, so the well, judges gave her the boot on that one. Oh, interesting. I, I, I think she was in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Well, she compared. I'm not saying based on quality, but there's been a lot. <laughs> my girl was I'm not. My girl I'm had problems walking. Say, I'm not saying that she was in the bottom, but I'm uh, not arguing that she right, was in right. the bottom. No, yeah, I think she was. I think she was happy to go home right there. Um, yeah. So let, let's talk about this. Uh, uh, Dairy Queen DQ Dance Challenge you've teamed up yeah, with, man. What's it yeah, about? You know, well, right now, obviously, um, nonprofits, it's so hard for, for nonprofits to, to get anything going right now. So DQ has teamed up with Children's Miracle Network Hospitals and myself. I've teamed up with them to create the DQ Dance Challenge. It's everyone can do the dipping, the DQ dip and curl, um, you know, after the soft cones, you know, the different. Oh yeah. Those are my favorite. Right. Um, and so I'm, uh, you know, we created a little, a little dance and we want everybody to go check it out, share the video. And for every share DQ is going to donate a dollar to the children's miracle network hospitals. So, uh, it's a wonderful little charitable event that we can do. Um, and hopefully everybody goes on and does it. And even if you don't want to actually post your own, you could go to DQ dance challenge and donate, uh, to the charity. So, um, it was something that, uh, I thought would be fun. It'd be cool. It's, you know, my love of dance. So, you know, you know how you do it. You know, yeah. people come to you and they want you to dance. I see you and the family doing your, your family dances yeah. every week on, on your social. My daughter, man, she's turned into a little Paul Abdul over here, just <laughs> dragging us in right there. So it's funny. She keeps us on, uh, she keeps us on point right there. It's funny. Um, I know. Well, you and your you and your wife know what you're doing, so you know it, it. It helps to breed them that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, listen, before I let you go, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Quick questions, quick okay. answers. Okay. All right. Favorite show you binge during quarantine? Um, away. Hmm. Which one's that one? Which is that's uh with Hillary Swank. Hillary Swank. Yeah, that's uh, right. The Netflix one. That's right. That, okay. That's, oh, that's uh, good. Okay. Good. Yeah, it's a good one. Good one. Must follow for you on social media. Must follow. Like what account um, makes you laugh, or which account do you, do you? You know what? The Daily Show. Uh, Trevor Noah is hysterical on The Daily Show. So okay. I, I follow them. I, I follow him. That's a must follow. Okay. Go to Halloween candy. Uh, I am a uh, M&M's. M&M's is my thing. Yeah, the Mars Wrigley M and M's. That's my that's my that's my go to. I'm a I'm a popcorn and M M&M and M guy combo. <laughs> Favorite well, on the peanut M M&M, and M, the peanut M M&M, and M. Okay, you know? all right. Yeah, no, I yeah, like the those yellow too. bag. You got to go to the yellow bag. <laughs> yep. Favorite scary movie. Uh, favorite scary movie. I don't see. I'm not really down with a lot of the scary movies. Um, but I would go old school. I would go original Halloween. Okay, yeah. And what should get rebooted next if you had the opportunity? What should get rebooted? Um. You know, I have no clue because I'm so done with these with these reboots. Um, uh, let's let's go with. Um, I love Genie. Okay, let's do an I love Genie reboot. You mean like and I dream a Genie? I dream a Genie. Yeah, I thought I you were combining like I love Lucy, I love Lucy and I dream I a Genie. I did. I did. You do it a hybrid. I like that. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, that's, that's the reimagining. Exactly. That's the reimagining. Okay, so we're gonna do the I love Genie instead of I love Lucy. 
You know, yeah. the show was odd the other day. I don't know why my kids are watching it, but it's fun. It's like it's so silly, but it's funny. The monsters. Oh, I the mon- love the monsters. That shit's funny, dude. Yeah, <laughs> the monsters were so much better than like good, the good, Adams good, family. Good. Oh, so much better. So much oh, better. The monsters, the, the monsters were great. It's like such a such a ridiculous premise, but it was so funny. What <laughs> channel was that on? I'd like to watch. Completely now. ridiculous. Yeah. no clue what channel that was on, but that was completely ridiculous. But it made so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch, and it was wholesome. Yeah, there were always lessons to be learned. That's the reboot. That's there you the go. Reboot. That's a reboot. That's why I was That's thinking it. Exactly. <laughs> Something else that is wholesome and the family can watch. America's Funniest Home Videos, which airs Sundays on ABC. Al, be careful out there, man. You know what? We're loving it. We're having a great time. Uh, we're being totally safe, and it's great to be able to hang out with the kids. You know what? I'll never get this time back. I get That's to right. put my daughter down for naps. I get to hang out with the kids, throw the football around, go out on the lake. It's been it's been fantastic. Just watch those turns. Yeah. yeah no, <laughs> I'm good. I'm He's good. good. He can drive. All right, brother. <laughs> Take good. care, man. We'll see you. Hey, great seeing you, Mario. Take care. All right, brother. On with Mario Lopez. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 